For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joints and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Join Bishop Edward Butchie as he brings you the engrafted word of truth, which is able to save you, transform you, and guide you to become a stronger Christian with a deeper relationship with the Lord. This teaching is anointed, down to earth, and full of practical wisdom for your Christian life. Bishop Edward Butry is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills and a seasoned minister of the Word. He currently pastors the Poiman Church in the Gambia. Join Bishop Edward Butry for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. Tonight, and bless us with your presence and with your Word. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Be seated. John, first John chapter four. First John chapter four, and I think from verse number um, can't even see nineteen. I think yeah. First John four nineteen. Yeah, that's it. The title of this evening's message is "If You Love the Lord." You will love the brethren. If you love the Lord, you will love the brethren. Can you hear me? I don't know what you've done to the sound. I I sound busy. I keep complaining. I don't, don't nobody should give me an excuse of any problem. The problem is that people are controlling the thing. The speaker is not angry. The speaker is not on strike. The sound has not decided to misbehave people who are controlling it. So, Iben, do something. Make me sound like, I mean, sweet daddy talking. Not somebody who has uh, uh, kata. Eh? Somebody who has kata. <laughs> yeah, the voice should sound crisp and nice. Uh-huh. Drop the bass. You see, you are using the bass for the woman. I Me, mean, I have bass already, so drop it. Drop that mic. Yeah, beautiful. Can you hear me? Let us pray. Hey, we have finished praying. So let's read the word. 1 John 4, 19. It says, We love him because he first loved us. Now, let me tell you something. If you don't love the Lord, you can't make confessions of loving him. And there are many people who don't even know how to love God. To begin with. And when you don't know how to love him, every other relationship that is supposed to be spiritual and godly, you can't honor it. So you fall apart. Your foundation in every relationship that you have with God is love. It's not even faith. It's love. You got to love him before you believe in him. Yeah. That's how come one of the things that convicts people of their sins and they believe that their sins have been forgiven is the spirit of love. It is something you can't explain. People experience it. They can't. It's when you are in love, you don't know why you love somebody. Yeah. Those of you say, I love him because he's tall, because he's dark, he's handsome, his voice is thick. 
Please, you are wrong. All those ones is nothing. No scoring. Real love cannot be explained. It's there. Yeah, it's there. It's there. You love a woman because he, uh, uh, she can cook, brother. Then you should have looked for a chef who can cook better. Yeah, you see. Mm. We love him because he first loved us. And that is the testimony of the love of God for us. That it's not us who loved him, but it is he who loved us. He loved us first. Verse 20. Verse 20. Hey. All right. If a man say, are you a man or a woman? Both men and women are men in the Bible. Yes. If a man or a woman say, I love God. Now, how many of you love God? Some people cannot lift up their hands. How many of you love God? Some people still cannot lift up their hands. How many of you love God? Why, why, why should somebody lift your hands for you? A woman and a man who have been in a marriage for eight years had a problem and they went before their pastor. And the pastor asked after a lot of talk, talk. This one says this one. This one says this. Smash, smash. Smash, I smash. Then the pastor asked the woman, do you love your husband? (laughs) 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 The foundation of lack of appreciation for somebody is the absence of love. Is when you deeply love somebody, you don't even see the faults. When people say, this person is, you, you don't understand it. But when it is not there, <laughs> hey, you see things. Yeah. You see things. Yeah. If a man say, I love God, do you love him? Some of you can't really say it. But the sign and the testimony or the evidence that you love God is this. He says, if a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. He is a demon. Lies are demonic. A liar is a representative of a demon. You see, there are some people in church, they will never manifest under the anointing. Yeah. The spread of lies and deception. They are strong. So the person himself, the person, the being himself is demonic. So there's no spirit that is resisting. So they hear everything, but they counter it with the spirit of lies. That's why Satan appears regularly in the presence of God. Yeah. There are some people 
when you are praying and you are ministering and things, you see them falling and manifesting and all those things. You see, there are demons in people who have come to occupy the space and to torment them. But there are people who are demonic. You understand? Who they, they themselves carry demons of lies. And they are ever present. So they will not fall under the anointing. Yeah, they are around. Yeah. 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 Because that's, you see, you are, you, you, you are, you see, you are like Satan. Satan, if, you see, Satan, when he is in the presence of God, he doesn't shout. He hears all the preaching, everything. He knows scripture. Satan knows scripture more than all of us here. That's why he was able to deceive Adam. Deception is a powerful tool. If you read Revelation 12, 10, he deceiveth the whole world. When somebody has power to deceive not one person, but everybody, I'm telling you, you have to be afraid of such a person. And lies are the foundations of deception. Because when somebody is able to deceive you, they turn the lie into a truth before you. So what is a lie is your truth. So there are some people who say they love God and they hate people in the church. You hate your brother. You hate somebody. You have hatred. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. He's a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen. Somebody you see every day. How many of you have had visions of seeing God before? Me, I've not seen Jesus before. And I tell you, the day I see it, I will say it, I will be tired. It it is as if I don't have any message. When I come, I will come and start. The day I saw Jesus. One pastor went to visit a president. And he came back to church. His preaching was about the president. (laughs) So imagine a pastor who has encountered Jesus. The day I get that encounter, I'm telling you, you will know it. Yeah. 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 We don't see him. We pray to him. We don't see him. We believe in him. And if we say we love the person we don't see, but the people we see we don't love. Because see, if you are sitting in the chair and you pass out, which angel will walk in here to carry you? Which spirit will Jesus walk and carry you? He himself, he will not come. Is the person who is by you. Your neighbor. That's why the Bible says that love thy neighbor as thyself. Anybody who is in this church who doesn't like people in the church or anywhere, I'm questioning your spirituality. I'm questioning your love for God. It's not a personal challenge I'm putting up to you. It's a scriptural challenge. If any man say I love God, you love God. You are singing in the church. You love God. You are winning souls. You love God. You are fasting. You are praying. You are giving seeds. You are believing God for many things. 
Yeah, you love him. But there's somebody you don't like, you hate. How can he love God? Whom he had not seen. You see, it's a challenge that is being thrown at us by the scripture. I'm telling you, it's not a personal thing. Verse 21. And this commandment have we from him. That he who loveth God love his brother also. You know, God, eh, he taught people he raised how to love. Moses loved the people. To the extent that when God himself was angry, Moses pleaded. Meanwhile, the people, they opposed him. It wasn't only Korah and uh, Nadab and Abihu. Yeah, the Bible says there were 250 princes who followed these guys to come and stand in front of Moses to oppose him. But when the earth opened, it was the families of Korah, Nadab, and Abihu who suffered. So the rest, they were still there with him, opposition leaders. But in the midst of all the opposition, you see, Moses had love. And when he saw the wrath of God, he pleaded with God. God, he laughs. You know, it was Abraham who found favor in the eyes of God. It wasn't Isaac. It wasn't Jacob. It was Abraham. And then Isaac came. And then Jacob came. And when Jacob came, he became Israel, a nation. And he had 12 tribes under him, the sons that he had. And they multiplied in mischief, in sins, in all kinds of things. But any time God remembers the love he has for uh, Abraham and spares them. You see, it tells us how we should relate with people. How we should learn to relate with people. Because if God has chosen Abraham and loved him, even his children, when they make mistakes, his love is still there, not his anger. That's why he has shown them mercy up till today. And that when the rapture happens and they don't believe in his son, Jesus Christ, and his sacrifices, they will remain behind. They will be the left behind. Do you understand? And at that time, they will suffer and come to believe that indeed Christ was the Messiah. Yeah. It's, it's like a mercy that is being given to the people that he loves. Yeah. Yeah. To the children of the man. If you, if you say you love me and don't like my children, you don't like me. You don't like my wife. You don't respect my wife. That's what it is. Yeah. Because, no, let me ask you. How many of you here feels I hate you? I don't hate anybody here. I love you. That's why I love your children. I pray for them. I pray for their children. I'm telling you. Because I see demons affecting our children. I, I come under attack. And it goes to my children. 
have to pray. I don't pray only for my children. I pray for their children. When I hear somebody is not well, I can come to the especially a child, and pray for the child. Yeah. Yeah. I don't discriminate. Yeah. Unless you don't tell me. If I know, I will come. And some of you know, I've come to your house to pray for your children, not you. Because of the love I have for you. It has gone to your children. It's natural. Yeah. Yeah. When I take decisions, I take decisions with the children in mind. I want that. That's why their hall is nicer and comfortable with air condition. We there, we can sweat, we won't die. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the same way you relate with me? Bishop Dark has loved us. I had a, f- a, a friend, a brother, a pastor who was with me. He was a brother. His wife was my wife's sister. We were family. He had cancer. It, it, within, when they detected within nine months, he was gone. Stage four. It was devastating. I didn't know how to handle it. And thank God Bishop Eddie was there at that time. Bishop Doug will call and encourage us. Auntie Mami will call and encourage uh, the wife. They went to U.S. for treatment. Auntie Mami will call them and encourage the woman. Bishop sent messages. Uh, Prophet Kakra's brother was the pastor in Texas. He sent messages through him. They stood with them. I mean, prayers. One day we had a, a, a conference, something. I, I don't know. Some call, be video call, something. I, I think it was WhatsApp. Or I don't remember. Something. And he was there. He, we, I mean, it's like it was pathetic. He was lying there. He, he had all these uh, life support things on him. And I was Bishop Eddie and some other pastors. And, and prophet was praying for him. Yeah, He was somewhere else and he was praying for him. He joined us and prayed for him and his wife. I, I was just tears. I couldn't even watch it. Love. They loved us. They love people they have never met. The fact that it's like you are in the church and you, are, you, 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 you belong, to, it's like God has given, they, they, they extend themselves towards you. And then he also happened to lose his son. And yesterday was exactly one year or so. Or it's today. I think it's today. Yeah. Yeah. And you see people who say things. One pastor was saying that when, when God doesn't like somebody, he punishes them with death of children. A pastor, somebody that he has, he has consecrated as a bishop can speak this way. Yeah. You, see, you, 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 you are with the person you want something evil. You can say that you don't like somebody. You want something evil to happen to the person. And you rejoice. Meanwhile, the Bible says God, he doesn't take pleasure in the demise of the wicked. When somebody who is wicked and evil dies, God doesn't dance. The angels don't dance. They only celebrate in heaven when a sinner gives his life to Christ and is saved. Because that's the power of love. To forgive us and to draw us to God. And we sit in the church and we believe in God for things. There are people I pray for, people I love, but they can't love other people that I love. 
You hate some of you. You see, some of you, eh, if something happens to somebody, you'll be happy. Something bad. You hear something bad has happened to somebody, you rejoice in your house. Yeah. And you see, before that, any bad thing happens to that person, your evil will take you out. Yeah. You see that your body will be ravaged before you laugh at somebody. Yeah. Because that's how demons are. They take pleasure in afflicting you and laughing. When you watch the Passion of the Christ, there is, there's a portion that is never captured in scripture, but it was shown. When Christ was being crucified, Satan was laughing and walking. <laughs> Rejoice. <laughs> it's like they are killing, they are killing the son. Yeah, they are laughing. He didn't know that that death was the end of his reign. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. You see, sometimes eh, there are people who can do things that can hurt you. But you have to be above that. And a, a typical example is Saul. The disciples were running away. Anointed disciples who? They were running away from Jerusalem, from Judea, from Samaria, and they are crossed into Damascus, Syria. They were going into enemies' territory because the, the friend or the brother who was there was a terror. So they would be better off going to Syria, Damascus, where they didn't like them. And Saul followed. And it was on his way that God appeared to him. Christ appeared to him and saved him. And when he became converted, he was sent to Barnabas, one of the disciples. And when the people heard, Barnabas told Peter and the disciples, when they heard, they said, they don't believe. This guy. What they know because Philip had been killed in Acts chapter 7. And the Bible says, and Saul was consenting to his death. He stood there and, rem- and the young boys who were, who were stoning uh, uh, Philip, they removed their clothing and left it at the feet of Saul. He was a watchman over their clothes. Yeah, a mob. Mob justice. And he watched human beings stone another brother he has never met. Just because the guy is preaching. And mentioned the name of Jesus. And he stood there and watched him die. How, how will people not dislike him? He's a candidate for hatred. Is that not so? But you see, God humbled the disciples to realize that this guy received him as your own. Yeah. And after Barnabas, he went to be with Peter two weeks. Yeah. Camp meeting. Yeah. So by the time Saul started, all the disciples had come to love him. Isn't that a beautiful thing? See, let, tell me, what has somebody done that has hurt you that you can't forgive? Because sometimes in the church, eh, we all hurt people. Sometimes when somebody hurts you, it doesn't mean God hates that person. That person can be used mightily and the day you reject him, that blessing that must come from that person, forget. As we sit in this church, there are some people one day, they'll be prosperous. You, 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 they will look after your children. They will build companies and, and feed your children. But your hatred and your dislike and, and we shouldn't add our children to our foolishness. 
Yeah, we shouldn't. You are polluting the children. Sometimes our parents pass on their hatred and you see that somebody, somebody you don't have anything against because your parents don't like the person. You have also taken it up. Yeah. 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 That's a demon. When God is, is, is establishing covenants with generations, Satan is also perpetuating his evil with generations. Hatred should cease with you. Yeah. You can't walk in this church. Whatever you do is useless. Whatever gift you have, whatever power you have, whatever you do, what is, I'm telling you, if you have not love, you have not charity, you are like a tinkling symbol. You are making noise. Yeah. And, and sometimes see, that's what makes people not progress. Because you can't have a demonic spirit and entity working in you, working in you, and expect godly fruits. It does not work that way. Yeah. If you love the Lord, you will love the brethren. God that we don't see. And the people who are around you. Yeah. You can't flow. There was a woman who was living in an apartment. She quarrels with everybody. So, 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 everybody has learned to leave her. And she was living alone. And she had partial stroke in her room. And sat there for weeks. By the time they discovered her, it was too late. You see, you don't know the face of hatred. You don't, Satan, he, he will isolate you with evil things. When, when, when he fills you with his things, his nature, it is a, the beginning of isolation. All of us, we should have one mind that you see, if you know someone who doesn't like somebody, eh, don't partner with that person. Gossip. You, people say things and destroy people. Even my own children in the church. Yeah. There are people who do things. I will never, you won't hear me say it. I will cover. I will pray with them. I will help them out. Yeah. But you can you will hear what people will say. You can't laugh. I, be, look at Betty singing. Some people don't like her. They gossip. Yeah. But what she is doing, those who gossip, when I tell her them to do it, they won't do it. Look at Benita. Her mouth like scissors. Yeah, but what she is doing, uh, there are many people I asked to do the same thing. It didn't amount to anything. Yeah. You see, when God wants something to be done, he will choose somebody you, don't, you can't imagine. And when that person is chosen and you, out of your pride and your unforgiveness, you become a stumbling block, you'll be surprised that you are the one who will perish. You are the one who, as for God's work, it will go on. I had a brother in the church. Bad boy. He brings beautiful girls to the church as beloveds. When he brings them, within a few months, he breaks up. And then the girls remain in the church. They become Aquaba ladies. They become choristers. They become other things in the church. Then he will move on. And they were the media guys. Faithful. 
they use their money to buy things. They never ask for money when something is spoiled. They sit down. We, oh, we need this. We need this. Then they themselves will use their money to buy it. When you see the investment they have made into their work, the people who see the faults in him and point fingers, they will never give anything. They will even be present after service. Everybody is gone. They are there, up there, working. Always. They will criticize him all the time. Yeah. I told him, love God. You see, David, if, 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 if God had made a mistake to ask Jesse, which of your sons would you like to be a king after Saul? The first person was Eliab, Shammah, and then the other ones, Eliab. But God didn't choose those ones. The one God wanted, they didn't even respect you see, some of you, if God comes to you and says, oh, well, uh, I want somebody to, 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 to do something because of your hatred for that person, he, he won't even come to mind because David, he didn't come to the mind of his father. Yeah. His brothers called him proud. Like, this person is proud. It's when you think somebody is proud, you push the person away. Yeah. They call Benita proud. But me, I love her. And people, if you love me, you can't love her. I, I face it, I correct her. She cries more than people. Who, you, some of you don't know. Yeah. She can do something for hours. I said, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. You understand it. Because you, if I put you there and I say one thing, do, don't do it again. That's the end. That's the end. I will see you again. Goodbye, pastor. You vex. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will face her, I will rebuke her. Yeah. She will, she will still come back. She will post something. I will say, I say, hey, what is this? Remove it. Yeah. She will remove it immediately without argument and correct it. Sometimes she can ask me a question. I won't mind her. Yeah. But you see, you, you, you can't handle it. Yeah. Your pride will not allow you. There are people I can't correct in the church, and I won't correct in the church because of their pride. When you correct them, they feel that you don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you won't laugh people like laugh. You don't understand it. Yeah. God, God is he's a mysterious God. The people that God uses, eh, people will not choose them. Who would who among the disciples who would have chosen Saul? They would have prayed for him to die. And I'm sure they were praying for him to die. Yeah. Praying for him to die. You are meeting in your house and discussing people, saying things, destroying them, lying. You see, that's, that's how hatred is. Yeah. It comes with lies. Yeah. When you hate somebody, you won't appreciate anything the person does. It's a spirit that, we, you see, if a church has to grow, demons should not be in positions. If you want to be somebody who hates and doesn't flow with people, you are at liberty to, 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 to be a, 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 an apprentice from here to Serekunda. Do you understand? Find something to do. Be happy. And leave the people you don't like in the church. It will help you. Yeah. It will help you. It's your healing. How can you be around people you don't like and prosper? 
It's a very toxic thing. Yeah. So don't be a hypocrite. Just leave. Leave the people who are evil. Leave the people you don't like. And leave them in the house of God. But if you say you love God and you still hate somebody, you are a liar. Yeah. That's how Satan is. You hear bad news about somebody, then you are laughing. You want to hear. Yeah. Somebody will get pregnant, then you start talking. Meanwhile, you, you know people who have committed abortion who are quiet. Your friends have committed abortion. Yeah. You have friends who are sleeping with Muslims. You won't tell us. Yeah. A lot of you cover a lot of evil, but you, you project people because you don't like them. Yeah. You are an accuser of the brethren. When you don't like somebody, you, you see, you, it's easy for you to say something bad about the person. You can you imagine a, a, a pastor, a bishop, who has been consecrated and blessed by, by, your, by, by your father. Then his son dies and you are happy. Yeah. You are happy. You're happy. Yeah. You're happy. Yeah. You see, let me let me challenge you. Look look at yourself and ask yourself, how have you grown? How effective are you spiritually? What is the relationship between you and God like? If you are a deeply rooted person in God's word, you will not harbor hatred. It doesn't work. Because there are people who have hurt me. But I, I learned to forgive them. Hey, you see, when I'm angry with you and I say my mind, and you come back and you say sorry, I feel, I feel some way. Because the, the speaking of my mind was not exhibition of hatred. That's correction. But if you say sorry, I can never say, I won't forgive this person. I don't want to see you again. Ask yourself, you see, many of you say you love God and you want to serve him, you, you want to do things, but you, you see that you can't do it. It's not because I'm stopping you. I don't stop people from doing anything. Yeah. I, I encourage everybody here cannot say that I have not encouraged them to do something. Yeah. And sometimes when I, when I find that you are resistant, I just leave you to be yourself and be happy. That's how it is. Because even God, he says, he says, as many as I love, I rebuke and I chasten. Do you understand? Then the next scripture says that, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice, it's like, if I want to correct you because I love you, and then you won't allow me, I will push back, and I will stand at your door. If you will allow me, I will come. If you will open up, but if you shut me out, we are moving on. Revelation 3, 19 and 20. Yeah, that's it. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous therefore and repent. If you don't repent, verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Is it not sad that the person who loves you and can make your life better now takes a back door? Yeah, he's now waiting for you. So I've learned to also wait for people. But I say, as you are waiting, eh, don't spread your hatred. As for that one, you won't survive. Mm. You won't allow me into your life. Don't destroy other people's lives. Yeah. Do you know what it means for a soul to be saved? 
is the blood of Christ. It's not your father's blood. Yeah. It's the blood of the son of God who had no sin in him. Which has saved the whole world. And you take it for granted. And you despise people. Because of your personal feelings. The disciples were persecuted. You who has, who has tried to kill you in this church. Show me somebody who has tried to kill you. Or who has killed your family member. Yet you can't forgive. Have I? Even me. As your pastor. Come and tell me what evil I have done. That you, you, you will disrespect me. If I choose people, you, you speak against them. You, you have a posture to resist them. You look down upon them. You say things. I appointed Pastor David. People were speaking. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, is this the church? Meanwhile, where he has gone, some of those, of those who were criticizing, they cannot go there. Even me, when he said he wants to go there, I was afraid. Because I can't go there. He has gone there. Go and see how he loves. It's not easy to be where he is. But he's crossing every Saturday. Leaving his wife. Who is complaining that I'm not feeling love. We can laugh. I'm not feeling that we can laugh. A man will wake up early Saturday morning. And I'm crossing. Crossing. Then he will come Sunday evening. Tired. I'm sure when he goes home, he goes to sleep. No action. No action. No action. Sunday after church, pastors don't do action. No, no, no. no. You're tired. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. When you sleep, you sleep. That's all. <laughs> ah. Ah. Monday, he's going back to work. Yeah. You don't understand why Pastor Moshe. So some people felt that they, they have to be. It's like, ah, why are these people being appointed a pastor? When Pastor Moses was with, with us, they follow up the things. Man died. Up to today, the people still follow him up as his pastor, as their pastor. I'm happy. I've left Ghana five years. Still, people call me every day. Problems. Because that's a family. Nothing separates us. And you understand it. You, can't, you don't know what people go through. And you don't help anybody. When we are helping people, you don't understand it. Because that's the same heart that we have towards you. Because some of you, if we look at the way you do things, we, if we are like you, you won't be happy. You will leave the church. If we pay you back the things you do to us, you will leave the church. You, you, won't, you won't like us. Yeah. People say, sometimes you are too patient. You have to deal with it matters. No. God is patient to ask what? If you have children, when they do something, kick them out of the house. Yeah. Some of us, we have done bad things before. But our parents didn't suck us from the house. We're in the house, sleeping and enjoying. As if we are house owners. I look at myself, I see how I have been forgiven. When I see people fall into sin, and I will not come and stand here and be happy about it. I will love them. Yeah. They criticize Jesus. Why are you moving with sinners? Harlots, publicans. Yes. Then he said, these people, they go in before you because your pride. Yeah. They are making it to heaven. 
If you love the Lord, you will love the brethren. Brothers and sisters, it's enough for tonight. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Father. Lift up your hands. Pray about your heart. Love. Can't love your husband. Hey. A husband can hurt you. A wife can hurt you. And you can develop hatred. When you develop hatred, you, you see the nature of Satan. It doesn't matter who. who the Bible says, it must needs be that offense should come. Woe to him through it comes. The person will pay a price. But if it affects you, you also suffer. Yeah. That's why you heap, you heap coals of fire on people's head when you love them, even in the midst of what they have done. Oh, yes. They become confused. His banner over us is love. Jehovah Nisi. The authority that Christ has over the world is his love. For God so loved the world. That's why you cannot cannot have anything against God when it comes to judgment. Because he has loved you. and, and, And on the day of judgment, nobody will say God hated him. Nobody. Yeah. But you see, people don't understand it. You are fighting something you shouldn't fight. Lift up your hand. Speak to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Lift your hand. Speak to the Lord. Pray. Some of you, you see, there are people you you single out and and you don't like. (laughs) Say, Hey, ask God for help. Your spirit lives within me because you died and rose again. Lift up your hands, worship him, somebody. I'm forgiven yes. because you were forsaken. Thank you, Jesus. have been accepted remember that he was condemned he was rejected by his own people he was called names for your sake and for his sake yes he died that's love that's love what price have you paid for somebody to condemn them
we are singing a song, God is teaching me something. I'm, I want to share it. I just realized that, you know, when Mary came to pour the oil of alabaster on the feet of Jesus, they knew her history. But you see, the disciples who loved God and loved Christ, they didn't criticize it. It was one, Judas. <coughs> who said, what is the waste of this? And then there were also the outsiders who didn't know Jesus and didn't love him. Who said, if this man were a prophet, he wouldn't allow this woman to pour the oil. But Jesus said, wherever the gospel be preached, your name will be mentioned. Up to today. All the people who criticize, we don't know their names. But we know the woman who offered the sacrifice of love. And when she did that thing, it was it was supernatural and powerful sometimes the people you don't like they love us they love god they respect us they don't, you don't they, what you don't give us they give us yeah the sacrifices when jesus died mary magdalene not the one who poured the uh, oil yeah that, the other one out of whom went demons that one mary and uh, they went to the uh, uh, tomb with perfumes and other things to embalm the body. But they didn't know that the body of Christ didn't need perfumes. He needed it when he was alive. Yeah. You see, when you have the opportunity to love somebody and you don't do it, when the person dies, you will regret. You will say, hey! Be careful of criticism and dislike. Every foundation of criticism is fueled by dislike. If you like somebody, you won't criticize. You won't criticize because we are not perfect. Thank you, Jesus. Help us. Deliver the church. Take away the spirit of hatred for one another, for people, of gossip, of destruction of lives things that don't build people take it away from our midst take it away from our midst Lord show us your mercy help us to walk in love yes to be sacrificial yes thank you thank you we bless you we give you glory thank you thank you thank you Jesus thank you Holy Spirit every eye closed if you are here tonight somebody invited you or you came to church on your own you want to say pastor I really want to give my life to Christ if you are like that you want to do that lift up your right hand I want to pray with you you want to say pastor help me to give my life to Christ I want to do that tonight lift up your right hand I want to pray with you wherever you are thank you Jesus thank you Holy Spirit father we bless you thank you for loving us Help us to also walk in love. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We believe you are blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow the Macarius Church, The Gambia, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. God richly bless you.